Ladies and gentlemen, may I direct your attention to something quite extraordinary? Chris, the Herons are back. And we got messy. What's going on? What, 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 what? Where is the information? I guess we're getting ready for a sister kissing fiesta. I felt like we were playing a 2 eight. It was just a 2 eight. Let me tell you, Danny is about to get destroyed in the chat. So you know, Are we kissing sisters, Chris? And maybe stepsisters, but not regular sisters. I've done a little bit of research on him. When it comes to FIFA, this guy's 68. We're going to have the greatest player of all time on the team. If there's a time to believe, it's now. It looks like a heron shat all over it. You guys are literally getting excited for a rank 65 player on FIFA 23. We got some pretty good FIFA cards on our squad now. Right? You gotta understand, Kevin. This is how this is how we scout our players here on the show. <laughs> Just look at FIFA cards. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Chris, the heroes are back. Welcome everybody to episode number 137 of the Batter Herons Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Granada, and alongside me as always is Mr. KBD. How are you doing, sir? Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. We won. Oh. I mean, we won, and then we got another game coming up. I'm excited. This is this is happy times. Happy times. It is happy times. It is happy times. I am uh I am excited that we have another game in two days. That yes. it seems like it's going to be played. Now, will it be televised? That's what everybody's asking. But it will be played. And we are, what, today's the 5th? So we are, what, 14, uh, no, more than 14, 16 days away from yeah. our first official preseason game. We got to get on the whole uh, finding a, a Real Salt Lake guest to get on here to preview that team. But yeah. exciting times. I'm excited. and um, But I, I think there's a... Just like one big topic to talk about today. And I was wondering if we covered it yesterday. We were half asleep when we were recording yesterday at five in the morning. Yeah. And I think we touched on it, but I don't think we touched on it like enough because the amount of play, the whole Messi and Hong Kong being pissed about it, that it got throughout the day. I was like, maybe we didn't talk about it enough. So time to revisit. Chris. We are five games into this preseason. We drew against El Salvador, but that's okay. It was the very first preseason game. It was the national team. It's fine. Second game, I thought Inter-Miami looked like a better side than Dallas. But regardless, we still lost, but I thought we looked better. Yeah. And Al-Halal, we put up a good comeback, lost the game ultimately, but I don't think we looked that bad. Then we got Mali Rock, Mali Wapped. By uh, oh, Anazir. Yeah. And for some reason, Messi played 90 minutes. Just about. <laughs> and then we went to Hong Kong and we stiffed them. We didn't give them what we promised them. And yep. now everybody's upset at us. So that has been the world tour so far. Do you think it was a success so far or an unmitigated disaster as Dennis Lopez is saying? I uh, I think, and, and shout out to everybody saying what's up in the chat. There's a bunch of people. What's up to everybody? Um, I think that this is a disaster, dude. Because in reality, if you really think about this, right, we're supposed to be going on this world tour, like displaying Messi, right? Right. The brand and Messi. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it sucks that we took a 6-0 loss against Ronaldo's team without Ronaldo. I think that so was the ugliest part of this, yes. That is, but now, okay, 
All right, let's just let's just look at that and be like, all right, we got our asses kicked. 6-0 without facing facing Ronaldo. Let's go to Hong Kong and show all the people that showed up to a stupid practice filling the stadium. Let's put them in the stands to watch Messi play. And you don't even throw him out for the last corner. Like, that's such a bad move. I, I agree. I think it was a bad move. And the goal was to go global, right? They got the money, right? That was happening regardless. But the, the point was to go global and be recognized globally. And it's happened, right? It was happening even before the tour, right? Because Messi's here. So regardless, we're recognized. But we're spreading it, right? Everybody's getting to watch us now. And I think the mess up was going to Saudi Arabia. If this is only an Asia tour, I understand that Saudi Arabia is where the money's at. So I understand yeah. why they did it. But if what you're trying to do is make everybody take Inter Miami seriously, that was a misstep. That, that was a huge misstep because even if it doesn't matter, it doesn't count, and we understand that it's not a big deal, man, the way everybody was talking about the result of that game was just poo-pooing on us. And, and by the way, and I don't know who's watching. If you're watching, I, I forgot your entire name. I know was, Muhammad was part of it. You commented on YouTube and you said, why on earth would I say the MLS is better than Saudi Arabia as a whole because oh, yeah. none of the Saudi Arabian teams would lose 6-0 to zero to one of the top teams in Saudi Arabia. That's right. I'm looking straight at the camera. Man, well, so I, I, I went ahead and I put Al-Hilal season. And I went back two games. December 21st, Al-Hilal beat one of those sorry Saudi Arabian teams 7-0. to zero. I stopped looking. Get them. Saudi Arabia... The league, right? Not the top teams, but the league as a whole can't hold Robert Taylor's jockstrap, okay? Come on. So get that through your head. Yes, the top teams are good because they spend a lot of money. But the league as a whole is trash. You're done. So You're I, done. Wanted to put, I wanted to put that out there because I couldn't believe that he said that the lower teams in Saudi Arabia wouldn't get their ass kicked 6-0 to zero when they lost 7-0 to zero just two games prior. So I just had to put that out there. And, and I just want to mention one thing because everybody's going to look at this Ronaldo loss, but I think that people would have forgotten about it because Ronaldo didn't play. Messi played the last five minutes. I think that this tour would have gone well if he would have showed up at Hong Kong. If he would have played at least three minutes in Hong Kong, I think it would have been okay. I agree. Because it, it would have just been like, oh, well, we lost. So... The tour is legitimately disaster by Tarun and Ash. This is the comment right here. Ash Parita mentioning the brand has suffered. I think the brand, the brand of Inner Miami has suffered more to the no showing in Hong Kong versus the loss against Ronaldo. Well, I think the fact that they happened without, within like four days of each other is yeah. like the big deal, right? Because it was negative press because you got your ass kicked. And then you follow that up with, a disaster like Hong Kong, like the Asian people in, at the World Cup, like everybody's like, oh my God, they're so nice. They're so kind. They clean up after themselves. Like after the games, I forgot if it was Japan or China or Hong Kong, but I know it was, it was one of the Asian places that everybody was like, wow, look how nice they are. They're so polite. They, they clean up. They're so polite. They're so polite. And you come here and they're kicking Messi's head off of a billboard. Like it, it couldn't have been any worse. And, and Matthew's mentioning they lost the Chinese market hard. And I think that if if we've learned anything throughout sports, especially you Japan. and I, as thank you everybody, everybody in the in the in the chat is is specifying that it was Japan, so it was, yeah, it was not Hong Kong or China. 
Yeah, if 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 there's any market you don't want to lose, it's that market because yeah. and you and I follow basketball. Yeah, that is always in China. And exactly. And so if there's a market that you want to grab a hold on to and like capitalize on, you fuck you you really drop the ball not playing Messi for damn. I'm telling you, if he would have just gotten on the on the field and thrown a fart in the corner, 100%. everybody would have gone crazy. Happy, happy. And Grace here, Grace Les said, Saudi fans actually stopped coming to the games because of how unfair that league was. Because it's so top. It's wild. The top teams, how much money they're spending. And Grace, I have no idea how accurate your comment is, but I'm going to run with it because I believe yeah. it. Because I understand, and I always give crap to the EPL and La Liga and stuff because they're top heavy and everybody's okay with it. But I would assume that the Saudi is like, above and beyond top heavy like the money that those top teams are spending you know what it is to pay laporte 21 million a year to pay benzema 100 million a year like i'm assuming that not all 20 teams can even sniff that kind of money so i want to mention something because there's a comment here by mitch saying that he doesn't think that they lost the market Messi transcends it if they were to do this again next season it will sell out again guaranteed i mean i don't know maybe but there had to be a there had to be a disconnect, right? Because supposedly this promoter like got money from the government and now he's screwed with the government. Like, so what? Like, I literally saw posts where people are like, we're about to go to war, World War Three over Messi. <laughs> Wasn't that Not you? playing in China. I don't think that was a tweet. I think that was you that randomly threw that out there. It, it seems like it. It seems <laughs> like. And the last thing I want to do is go to war with China. Like, no. Like, no wars are starting over this. But I do think it was, it was, it was a major... Allegedly. A major misstep, uh, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt, I, and I'm almost 100 confident that if Messi is healthy next offseason, they're making a, an Asian tour and they're gonna make it up to the the Asian fans next year in Hong Kong. I'm almost sure of it, and I also believe that he'll play at some point in Japan, even if it's crawling out there for three seconds. Like he'll be on the pitch at some point in some capacity. I, the the misstep was not having him out there. And I have a question for you: If yeah. he feels the way he felt on Sunday in Saudi. Do they go up to the Saudis and say no? Because I really don't think so. I mean, they got that bag, though. Like, I mean, China, China, just, got I don't know China got the bag. China got the bag, too. China got the bag, too, son. Like, I mean, I, I don't know how much money is, like, made or given with these deals. Like, I didn't even know that there's deals like that being made. You know, like, well, what's the figure like? I... Another thing that I was thinking about when I was thinking about this world tour is that a lot of people compare it to um, the big clubs that go around the world, right? In their off seasons, right? Like Real Madrid comes, Barcelona comes yeah. to the United States, or they go to Asia. Now, I'm going to tell you why I think that's a little bit different, and it's hard to compare the two. When, for example, Real Madrid came in, I believe it was 2018, and I went to watch a Clásico here at Hard Rock Stadium. Real Madrid versus Barcelona. Yeah. Ronaldo didn't come. You could literally have Ronaldo. At that point, it was Ronaldo, Benzema. You could literally have the top four or five stars on the team not show up. But because Real Madrid is such a brand, you could still make that tour happy and successful without Ronaldo. People didn't really care that Ronaldo wasn't playing. It was Real Madrid. You're watching Real Madrid. You're watching that kit on, uh, on the pitch. Yeah. The reason that it's hard to have this world tour for Inter-Miami is because yeah. this isn't an Inter-Miami world tour. This is a messy world tour. So it's almost like Messi's the one being trotted out there and he needs to play. And I think that that's why it's such a large misstep because now he, you're counting on him playing what? 
obviously major minutes, right? Because he ran out there for 60 against Dallas. He ran out there 90 against Al Hilal. So it's not a, a, an Inter-Miami World Tour. It's a messy World Tour. And that's a lot of pressure to put on one person to play a lot during the preseason. Because, again, when Real Madrid came to the United States in 2018 for that game, Ronaldo didn't come. And I was still happy to watch Real Madrid play. Like, these big players can kind of opt out, but people go for the club. Inter-Miami isn't there yet. They don't have a global support. They're trying to build that with this, but a lot of it kind of hangs or, or is on the shoulders of Messi. And I think that that's why it's such a misstep that they didn't do the Saudi Arabia and the Asia. And I'm backpedaling, right? Because I was all for this preseason world tour. But now that I've really gotten to see it play out, the way they handled it, the way that they, they had Messi out there for 90 minutes, then they don't play him in Hong Kong and don't tell the people until like a minute or two before the game. They really mishandled it. And I didn't think that that's what they were going to do. I thought Messi would trot out for 10, 15 minutes in every single game. And the way they've mishandled it, I think it was a misstep. And I think that it's caused more harm than good as, as far as perception goes. Maybe yeah. not financially. Financially, I'm sure they banked. But as far as perception goes and what we oh, wanted huge. this to be for the brand, I think it kind of backfired in their face. Let's talk about the brand for a second, though, right? I, I have a question. And maybe this is me like conspiracy theory, like, you know, bombing here. But do you think that like MLS and Apple were like doing a documentary for the preseason tour? Because if, if they were doing a documentary and we got destroyed 6-0, right? I mean, it's like, oh man, we might have to cut this documentary short. If that doesn't cut, if that doesn't cut it short, then the Hong Kong no, no play has to cut that short, right? I have absolutely no doubt, and we haven't talked about this, and also hadn't even thought about it. But I have absolutely no doubt that Apple is following Inter Miami around the whole season. Oh, but at this point, they they can't they can't drop a they can't drop a preseason world tour on on Apple. But without, they won't. This is this is with, the way it work. I would assume in like May you'll start seeing, like, the preseason, no the beginning no of the... Way. They're not going to start right away. No. They, they're going to let it simmer. Everybody's kind of hyped up for the regular season, Champions Cup. And then when the regular season, the dog days of the regular season, people stop caring as much, right? Because we're already, like, two, three months into it. You start thinking about Copa America. They're like, bam, here's a documentary. And then they start doing it every two weeks or so, the, the episodes. Kind of like Hard Knocks with, with, uh, with uh, the NFL. They do it. Well, I guess they do preseason, but they won't do that for for into Miami. I, I don't think they. But but look look at what people are mentioning. Wonder if Apple decided not to broadcast the Kobe match. This is all my conspiracy theory spider webbing here because if you're not if you're if you screwed the documentary because we got our asses kicked six zero, you completely screwed the pooch by not playing Messi for like three minutes and having dudes karate kick his face off of banners, off of signs. Like that's well, that's, that, that, not that's not a good not look. Like the documentary is made to make Inter Miami and Messi look good. They're not gonna show that part. They'll they'll somehow they'll 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 bring up the the controversy, I guess, and they'll apologize, and then they'll move on to the whole uh, Japan game and show them out there for like three minutes. Like, I, I don't think that they're gonna harp. And preseason really doesn't matter. Like, they'll they'll touch on it if there is a documentary. Right? We're all talking about hypotheticals. We aren't breaking yeah. news here. There is no yeah. documentary at all. Even at all being like even teased or we haven't heard anything. Just Chris just randomly threw it out there and we're just talking about hypotheticals. Yes. If there was a documentary, I don't think they would bother talking too much about the preseason, but they would sprinkle it in there, right? Because, you know, the documentary would be about the whole season, the trophies. Look, Apple's yeah. going to make their money because Apple's paying Messi also. 
So I am I have absolutely no doubt that there's Apple there's an Apple crew following the whole team around this whole season. I mean it's it's a bad look, bro. I think that this has gone worse than anyone has ever anticipated. And I think it's for the reason that people aren't really expecting. I mean, people are probably thinking because of the Saudi game. I think the Hong Kong no-show for Messi was just even worse. Just catastrophically worse for his brand and for the brand of Emma and for the brand of Inter Miami. I mean, I, I, don't I think know. the fact I that they both happened back to back within a couple of days of each other is where, yeah. where it became bad. I think that that's where the where the misstep was. That they both happened. They were both talking points, and they both happened within three or four days of each other. New question. Mike B. Mike B is asking if the Earth is flat. Danny and I go on cruises often, and I don't know if you agree with me, Danny, but the Earth is not fallen, flat. Yeah. No, no, I haven't fallen. I haven't off fallen off the. the yeah, I'm good. Yeah. The, the Earth looks round from all the satellite pictures, and listen, if you want to go improve that. Go go uh, buy a plane, buy a ticket on a rocket ship. They're like a gajillion dollars, guys. All right. Um, I, we got a couple uh, comments here that I wanted to touch on. Look, uh, uh, Pablo said Beckham has his own film crew also. I don't know how accurate that is, but I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know if he's just being facetious or he's really saying it. I absolutely wouldn't doubt it, though, because Beckham is also with his documentaries and all that other good stuff. Um so talking about Wednesday's game, well, okay, well let, let, let's let, let's 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 finish it off here, right? Because I, I feel like yeah. everybody in the chat says it was a disaster. I yeah. think it was not what they wanted. Maybe disaster or failure is too much of a stretch. Financially, I think it was a success. I think yeah. growing the brand, I think the brand took a little bit of a hit. Uh, so I wouldn't say it's a success at all. I don't think anybody could say it's success, but I wouldn't say a complete failure. I think it was a misstep, though. I think it was mismanaged the way they played Messi more than they should have, the way they trotted him out there against on a zero when they were down 6-0, and the way yeah. that they didn't let him play even a minute uh, against Inter Miami. Why did they have Luis Suarez warm up? Yeah, that was kind of stupid. And I think if he would have gotten on the field, I think nobody would have cared either. No, they, they would have. They still would have been nobody upset about Messi not playing. Care. But I Absolutely. think it was weird that they had him warm up to get, I guess, people kind of excited. I guess maybe they were waiting to see if people got excited. It's like, oh, they're excited to see him. Put him out there. Maybe they'll get you know be calm when Messi doesn't play. And when they yeah, realize yeah. that he got absolutely no no traction, they're like, I ah, just 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 leave him on the sideline. Yeah, I think I think that so far this tour has been awful. I think I that this has been awful. a. I think that this has been an awful look to the brand to Messi. I think that there's no recovery from this, at least from Jesus a global Christ. perspective. Yeah, I mean, look, we got we could get all the money in the world, but the money wasn't the point for this. Like the, 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 the money the, was the point for this. No, but the club is going to get the money during the year with people coming not to Miami. Not the Saudi money. No, no I mean, not the Saudi money, but they, okay. come on. You think the money was the point? Was the point? 100%. The money, the, yes. money is, the money is the quick fix. The image what? is the long term. You're a crazy person. No. Well, of course not. It was all money. You really think they could have played seven games here. Why, why would they go around the world? They could have played seven games here, all televised on Apple TV. Of course, the money was the objective. Here. I guess. I, I guess. I mean, look. I knew we were going to get money, but I, I figured that it was for brand recognition, long term yeah, perspective. No. You know. Look, and I'm everybody's sure that, agreeing with you. No, that's the selling point, right? That's that's how you could say, like, hey, we're a big club. We're going to be the next Real Madrid and Barcelona. We're going to grow this brand. No, it was all I, money. I, I do think I guess. that it helps a little bit. Don't get me wrong. I do think the fact that it's preseason, the games don't count, 
and people are watching it. I do think that the Ronaldo Messi thing was good for both leagues because I had no idea that Laporte ended up over there in Saudi Arabia. I had no idea until I watched it. Like it, it even got me interested in the fact that the, the, the pitch was nice, that obviously they're putting money into the top teams. So like it, it almost piqued my interest. Because I, I got to know what players were really playing in Saudi. Like, I started looking into them. So, it, it helped both leagues. But I think ultimately it didn't help with the brand recognition. I think, if anything, it opened the doors to more ridicule from yes. the EPL snobs and everybody else that loves other soccer leagues around the world. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about this. Pablo Golasso is mentioning what good is money if they don't buy defenders. I want to talk about the defense whenever we get to, to talking a little bit about the game. Okay, so and, and also, as far as the money goes, unfortunately, Pablo, they could rack in a billion dollars. Like, Saudi could have given them the money that they were offering Messi to play with it for two years. They could have offered them that for those two games. And coming back to Miami with those billion dollars, they still couldn't buy a defender because it's not the lack of money. It's the salary cap. We have a salary cap to work with. So it's not that they're not willing to spend the money. It's the fact that they have to work within the, the salary cap and they have those constraints. If, if it was about the money, forget about it. We would have a, we'd have the best by far team in the MLS. And of that, I have no doubt. But unfortunately, no matter how much money they make, you know, they use it for other things probably, but definitely not for the roster, unfortunately. That's not the reason we don't have a good defender right now. All right, so are we going to get into like the game? Because I want to yes. talk a little bit about it, about the defenders. Yes. Because yes. before I feel we do, like... can I bring up uh -huh. one thing real quick? One quick thing. Last year we had a lot of people uh, going in and and asking us why we didn't do a Spanish show, and they were bringing up the Spanish show. You should do a show in Spanish, and we said that we would do it this season. So we are going to start it this season. It's not this week. We're going to start it. I want to say in two weeks. When before the season starts, I haven't talked to everybody yet, but as of right now, it's probably in two weeks, but I am going to send out the link here in the chat. So if you guys would like to tune in to that channel and listen to Battered Herons and Espanol, go ahead. You can click on that. I'll put it also in the description and, uh, and you can watch it in Spanish. It'll be me, Chris, and a couple of other friends uh, because, uh, you know, the more the merrier in the Spanish world. So, yeah, so I just wanted to put that out there just in case anybody is interested in watching the Batter Herons in Spanish. And yes. you keep watching us in English also, but just wanted to make sure that I put that out there before I forgot. And call it a Heron Batido, for sure. Tremendo <laughs> Batido, right? And make, make sure you click it in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Chris, go ahead. Do you want to talk about well, – oh. I'm sorry. Will there be subtitles? Uh you know what? One of the reasons that people were asking us to do this in Spanish is because we couldn't offer them Spanish subtitles. So, Richard Greenberg, I, I can't promise you there will be English subtitles. I'm sorry. But I doubt it. You, you might learn some Spanish. You might learn a little bit of Spanish. I'll probably learn a little bit of Spanish, especially like the, yeah, we might do some Spanglish, Marasovic, for sure. At least I will. Mm. So, what? Michael thought he were British. Yep, I am. I'm, uh, I'm pretty British. sure. I'm pretty sure he's joking. But just to be clear, Chris is Cuban. I am Colombian. So, all yeah. right. So go ahead, Chris. And this is absolutely phenomenal by Irwin. Great comment. Spanish or Cuban? <laughs> I absolutely hate Cuban Spanish. And uh, yeah. 
So good yeah. luck to you guys. I wish you guys the best of luck supporting uh, the battered herons, especially myself, because I am a disaster in Spanish. So. Don't worry. That's why we got a couple friends joining us to, to take the pressure yes. off of Chris. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk a little bit about the defenders, the defensive side, because everybody is like up in arms about what's going on from our defensive, from the defensive end. And I just want to bring up the last starting lineup. And everybody is going ham because everybody's scared of Kristoff. Nobody's really scared about Aviles, right? Mm -hmm. But Kristoff is, is everybody's kind of worried about him. And then we have a uh, sailor. That's also a center back. I'm looking at the center back specifically. Okay. okay. Now, Freire seems like a panic button explosion waiting to happen. First of all, Why? he's a design. He just, when you see, he doesn't have great composure with the ball. Right. No, and, and we need, and we need that. And, and, then and, on and for those of you that are wondering how we know that, because they're like, you've never seen him play. We spoke to somebody that covered. Uh, Olympiacos, where is which is the last team that he played for, and unfortunately, they said slow, not good on the ball, bad distributor, but he can win some headed duels, so that's good. So, and and then on top of that, apparently this guy came in a in a in a body cast allegedly. Yeah, he's injured. He's already, injured, yeah. right? Like, what? You're injured already? You suck, my guy. So now here's the thing. We got money. We got an international spot. So everybody thinks that Hendo's cooking. But you know what I think is being cooked in the background, and I think that it's being kept very hush-hush, is that Ian Frey is in the lab. I think Ian Frey is in the lab because we liked how Ian Frey looked before the injury. Imagine if Ian Frey plays with Aviles. I don't think that we're going to have any problems at center back if you have two young guys that are agile like them. Well, a if things. Ian Frey stays healthy, right? All but right. yeah, that's well, something that I've been kind of cooking in my brain. Well, before you bring that up, because uh, as you said, we haven't seen him yet. I know we haven't. Like I said, we're just going based off of what we heard from somebody that covered yes. him the last six months. I, I hope that he was completely wrong, but I'm just going based off of what they told us about his last six months where he was yeah. one injured. And then when he played, he got benched. Um, I, the thing with Avilis, he is not good under pressure. And unless we're playing against Nashville, which plays that, that low, dirty block where they grind out wins, I mean, expect to see pressure and high pressure constantly until we prove that we can beat that pressure. And Avilis has not proven that. Um, Christoph, I think, is, isn't bad with, on the, with the, distributing the ball. Who's going to be the other one? Freire supposedly isn't good distributing the ball. Uh, Jordi Alba won't be back there very often. Uh, Yedlin won't be back there very often. I, I, I don't know. Like, are we playing five in the back or are we playing four in the back? Uh, I would assume. I mean, I would assume it be th it would be three, right? Okay. Because I, I, yes. I, 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 I don't even. I don't even know why I said five. You're right. I, I, I'm been the one that that's been. That's been hammering home. Like, don't call it five, and I called it five. Yeah, you're right. Are we yeah. playing three in the back or four in the back? I think we're playing four in the back. I, I I think tomorrow in the Japan game, I don't know if we'll be able to watch or if Wednesday. I don't know if we'll be able to watch it or not, but I'm I, I feel pretty certain in saying that we're probably going to see four in the back again because it looked like it worked well against Hong Kong. Now again, Hong Kong is an inferior team, and everybody's saying that the Vessel Kobe team is a lot better than what we saw in Hong Kong. Right? They're mm -hmm. not Saudi Arabia level. 
but they are like MLS possibly level. So I think that this will be a good test. Supposedly this Wrestle Kobe team is good. That's where Iniesta played when he left Barcelona. He came and he played there. That's why he's going to go fly out to the game so he can watch it in person. So uh, uh, this is a good test. And I, I think we're going to see four in the back. And Tata's going to see how the four in the back works against uh, a good team. I don't know, man. I'm really hopeful that Ian Frey is going to come back like a, like a, like a monster. And that him, uh, I mean, I, tell me that doesn't sound, if, you, if I can promise you, okay, and you guys in the chat as well, but Danny, I'm going to ask you directly, mm -hmm. if I can promise you, Ian Frey plays the mm -hmm. remainder of this year injury-free with, 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 with Aviles in the back, just those two, would you think that we have a solid center back core? With those two. Uh, look, from what I saw from Ian Frey last year, I think Javilis is the question mark at that point. But um, yes, I, I think I would be happy if I find out that Ian Frey is healthy. But the thing is, Ian Frey shouldn't be good to go until like March or April. And I I'm, I'm going to just throw out there that I think that we finally see Ian Frey in the first U.S. Open Cup game, which is like, the second or third week of April. That's when I think we finally see Ian Frey. But if he comes back sooner, I'd be happy. When he went to the Royal Caribbean Icons of the Sea thing, he was there. Yeah. No crutches, no knee brace. Like, hopefully he's doing well. I think Ian Frey, and for those of you that started following Enter Miami after Messi arrived, Ian Frey, the couple months before Messi got here, he was playing great. He was playing center back. He was playing center defensive midfield, the sixth role. He was he was looking like the stud of the academy. Better than Kremaki, better than Noah Allen, better than them all. I, I thought Ian Frey was the standout. And he got injured in that Cruz Azul game, which is the first Messi game. And if you see the, the picture that they took after the game, Messi's holding up Ian Frey's jersey, which was really cool to see. So... Um, if Ian Frey is if, – if what you're cooking up, Chris, comes to fruition, which I doubt happens before the season starts, I think that I would feel a lot better about the defense, yes. I want to mention something because Stancy is saying Chris sounds very optimistic about Frey, but I'm not sure since he had two bad injuries. And, you know, it's a funny point that you brought up because for those of you who don't know Ian Frey, because legitimately when Messi arrived, Ian Frey got injured. So anybody that – Anybody that learned about Inner Miami has no idea about Ian Frey. And Ian Frey, like I said, I'm not telling you guys that it's guaranteed, but I'm being hopeful because at this point, we have no idea what's going on with that center back position. There's been no talks. I mean, there's names sprouting from all over the place, but what name hasn't come up in the last couple weeks or months uh, when, it comes to, when it comes to this team? And uh, Tony Axe said, isn't it three ACL injuries? I believe it is three, actually, which is, is brutal because when He's he young. is healthy, he is a baller. Um, but, yeah, three ACL injuries is, is tough. So um, I, I really, really hope that he is back healthy because if he is, then I, I'd be happy. But it is absolutely strangely quiet, Pablo Golasso. Absolutely. It is way too quiet. And the mm -hmm. fact that we have an international spot open and we got Gam and Tam in all kinds of places. And Matthew Hanau, Money, Money Matthew. Money Matt. 
Money Matt sent us an Excel spread. I don't know if you got a chance to take a look at it, Danny. I looked at it very yeah, briefly, but then I saw, yeah. I saw columns and I saw stuff, and I'm like, nah, I can't do oh, this. Oh, that sounds that sounds so fun. No way, dude. He's even he even hit me up. He's like, look, if you guys need a breakdown on how to do it, get out of here, bro. Go talk to Danny. He's he's good with that kind of stuff. I love um, yeah, and uh, we're going to get to your sheet soon, Money Matt, because Money Matt did a really good breakdown on an Excel spreadsheet. And um, I, I imagine well, we have money available and we have an international spot. So maybe there's somebody cooking. I don't know. Yeah, I was about to say, you saw that Mota got his uh, U.S. citizenship. And we or do at least have residency. I don't know how citizenship, residency. Yeah, and uh, GL money dollar sign. Yes, we do have season tickets. Uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to go out there. I am like thirsting to go out there, dude. It's, 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 it's uh, six, 16 days. It's right around the yes. corner. Uh, let's see. Emerson Rodriguez is going to play. Where was it? In in, in Turkey or I, Hungary? Let's or not do all that. It's just all rumored. It's all rumored. Let's not do all that. Let's not wish a harm upon this team. Okay, so, so let's explain it to the people that don't know. You're allowed to have three U22 initiative players. We have Diego Gomez, Tomas Aviles, Facundo Farias, but he is on injured reserve, my understanding. So technically, Emerson could fit into that spot. But if you want to get a player that will actually play and be good, we will take Emerson, go somewhere else, and get a different U22 initiative player, which is what I expect them to do. But as of right now, I think Emerson's safe if they decide to keep him. You know, for those of you who want the Spanish preview, a little snippet trailer, Danny es tremendo falta de respeto. <laughs> big time. You are a big disrespectful person talking harm upon Emerson. And Steven, get out. I've had it with the negativity. You guys I are bringing it. on an aura that I am not. I, yes, we do need Emerson. an Emerson. We need an Emerson documentary. Absolutely. No, brother. Absolutely. All right. So uh, I just pulled up the spreadsheet and uh, my kudos to Money Matt because this was this. I'm just gonna flash it real quick. This was this is beautiful. This is this is my that's awful. This is pillow talk to me. I love it. I love it. And no, and and he's got everything formatted. Like he's got this. I mean, I don't know, man. I I hate Excel spreadsheets. We we gotta hire Money Matt as a stat boy. Yes, man. I've been telling you. Listen, listen, (laughs) Matthew. If you want to come on, like as a little producer, we just put you like on the bottom of the screen somewhere, and we just hide you away for like little quick shots. Boom, boom, boom. Give us expel spreadsheets that you freaking destroyed. <laughs> All right. Um, oh so yeah, so Emerson is—he said there's two pages. Wow. Oh yeah, there is. <laughs> oh my god, you, you got—you just gave Danny a, a mathematical boner. Oh, this is nice. All right, I'm gonna look at yeah. this. Later. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, Emerson is gone. The roster is looking as it is. Freire is injured. Is it, is it a body bag? Yeah, but hopefully he can get on the pitch before the season starts, man. I would hate that for the season to start and hit him not play. And um, Irwin chimes in. Sunderland is really good. He did look pretty good um, to start the season. I think that that's one of the, the, the under um, – it's flying under the radar. The fact that our academy is one of the top academies in the league. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, but you bought this team. You bought this team. Like, if you really look at this roster, we have a lot of academy players that are going to get playing time throughout this season. 
probably more than most. So um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to see the young guys play, and I'm really happy to see the young guys playing well. And um, yeah, and, and oh, and Diego Gomez also has to come back. I, I'm sure we're going to see Diego Gomez um, for that old boys game in uh, next week. For Pablo, I, I'm really you're you're growing to be on my bad side. First, you're just shaming Emerson, and then now you're going to talk about Gomez back soon. Like, who cares? Who Pablo, cares? I have a question for you. Is that you in the picture? There's no way that you have that beautiful head of hair. Pablo. I know, Pablo. Absolutely you. not. And that that's, and that's, that's godly. That's godly. And that beard. You look literally like 2020 Jesus. Yes. Yes, Pablo. I'm There's sorry. No. Okay, he said no. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's, said, not no, it's not him. Okay. Oh my goodness. About to say, I that, need that's to find a that godly person. picture. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. You, you know what? New age oh, Jesus. I, just random, and I know I'm gonna get off topic for a second, but just I, it just came to my mind when we were talking about 2020 Jesus in the 90s. Were you ever scared of that chupacabra? No, bro. That shit was fake as hell, man. Scared of the was chupacabra. it? I, I, People had me believing I was in elementary school, but I believed the hell out of the chupacabra, and I was scared of like, is the chupacabra. Is the chupacabra real, guys? Do you guys I, think I, that? I bring it up because I had a conversation with somebody about it today, about things that they were like scared of when they were younger. I was scared of like, chupacabra. I thought that that thing was real. I mean, granted, I grew up in an area where there was a lot of Puerto Ricans and Dominicans, and my understanding is that the chupacabra like, originated in Puerto Rico. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Just random. Just all right. Well, so, you uh, know, I, I was okay. never scared of chupacabras, but one day when I was a kid, my parents drove me by like this, like really isolated homeless area. And they're like, if you run off away from us, you're going to get kidnapped. So like, stop running away from us. And I was like, okay, maybe I, I'll stop running away from my parents. What does that so have to do with chupacabra? Bums are chupacabras. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> they kind of are if you think about it jesus christ look at this chupacabra is the real deal in pr i know that, that it's supposedly that's where it originated uh grace asked oh, man, man. all right grace in the 90s apparently there was something that looked like a like a like a, i don't know like a possessed goat that was going around and just eating people and they called it la chupacabra and they had at least hispanic households they had all the kids scared shitless of la chupacabra and that was me. I was in the 90s. And now I, I'm older. I'm going to look into it. I'm going to look into it because I need to find well, the picture I, so I can show it to people. But then there's also, for those. <laughs> <laughs> play in Orlando. Uh, and for those of you that are Colombian from Barranquilla, I think that there's like an alligator man also, supposedly, that like, yeah, you have to look into it. It's There's like an alligator man. Anybody here from Barranquilla, Colombia, which, by the way, somebody had asked, What's the best Spanish that you can be able to sort of learn from? Colombians is number one, right? I don't know about Venezuelans because, yeah. Thank you, Chris. Look at that. Look at that. I got to give respect. Never Cubans. Don't learn from Cubans. Don't. So don't do it. Ooh, the Blair Witch was also very scary. I was terrified of the Blair Witch. I remember I had to sneak into it because I went with my cousin. I went with Johnny. And I was on crutches. But, like, back then, they would, like, really check to see if you were, like, old enough to watch the movie. So I had to like crutch, like really bust it on those crutches to sneak in. It was a, but it was it was a, it was a wild movie. I, I liked it, the Blair Witch. I, I thought that, that was real. I thought that that was real because I used to go to Chrome to like the the abandoned oh, homes in the hospital. The, 
No, I used to go to the Bandom and Sailor Asylum. I'm sorry, guys are yes. completely off topic here. I apologize. Let's get back on. We're about to go a Sailor Asylum talking. Uh, Chris, yes. did you buy the new kit? No, I haven't. I will buy the new kit uh, sooner rather than later. I will make sure to buy that. And I got to buy some Battered Herons merch too, man. For Somebody brought up uh, the art of soccer to get the, the, the splattered jersey. I appreciate that shout out and letting me know because I did find it on there. So I am going to get it. And if anybody else wants to get it, then, or if it's just me, whatever. So, yeah, Crabs, I don't know. I apologize. That was me. And usually it's Chris that, that takes us off subject, but that was me. I apologize. We're going to get back to it. I didn't do that. We went from me yeah. wanting to talk about defenders <laughs> to Danny throwing my the show fault. off. Okay, guys? I'm sorry. The Chupacara conversation had me going today. It was a, it was a crazy um, like throwback in my mind. Um, yeah. no, that's what happens here, guys. We're having fun. Mitch, I'm very surprised that your kit hasn't arrived because I got my I ordered what day was it that it, it came out on Monday and I had it by Thursday. So uh I'm really uh that's really weird that you haven't gotten it. All right. Um Chris, like we're 41 minutes in. I guess let's talk a little bit about what you expect to see on Wednesday, and then I think we're just just about done for tonight. Uh, we appreciate everybody that joined us. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe if you haven't already. If you haven't already subscribed to the Spanish show, please do us the favor of doing that also because, uh, you know, I, I hope that we have as much fun on there as we do on here. Chris, what do you expect to see on Wednesday as far as a starting 11? Well, I think for the starting 11, if this kid Freire doesn't play, I think we're going to have some trouble. Because he has to play. I, I don't anticipate seeing anything different from this starting lineup other than maybe seeing... Um, Messi's going to play. He, he won't start, though. He'll, he'll sub in. No, yeah, he's going to sub in. But I don't think that he's going to play. And I don't think he's going to start. Uh, I think that calendar is probably going to get the start. Everybody's saying in the, in the chat. Everybody's saying in the chat that um, we're not going to be able to watch on Apple TV. Has this been announced already? Listen, guys, don't run away with, with nonsense, okay, guys? Don't do that. Don't well, be Maybe mean. they're right. I haven't seen. <laughs> I haven't seen. Maybe it's right. I haven't seen anything um, announced, but I hope that, uh, that we can watch it. And uh, Mike V is mentioning on the corner of his block in Jamaica, Queens, the drunks who would give me the bottles and cans in exchange for the bodega money, probably to buy a quart of water or something. Bazooka Joe, this guy. Um, like I guess we'll be able to watch it. It's not on Apple TV, so yeah, a lot of people are saying that it's not on Apple TV. Well, it was dropped from Apple TV. That, that's what everybody is saying. So um, look. we're gonna have to fly Franco out there now. <laughs> we're gonna have to fly Frank. Franco. Get the plane tickets, Papa. Yeah, we need you in that beautiful comb over to start giving us play by play. You need to be yeah. over there like yesterday. Look, Alex Winley, uh, I didn't see it, but she supposedly she reported that it will not be on Apple TV. And we trust Alex with all her info. We had Alex on here a couple weeks ago. Alex is awesome. So if well, she says it, I'll take it as the truth. But the thing is, Alex reported it, but Stancy is reporting what Alex reported. So, like, we don't know yet. I say oh, we so that if Alex, Alex said it, I believe it. I, I, we need to fly Alex and Franco out there, play by play, both of them. Well, and this is what a regular preseason is usually like. 
<laughs> this is what the preseason is usually like. Usually you, they don't televise the preseason games. You might get one that gets televised, but for the most part, preseason games aren't televised. And I'm surprised that, that the way that this has been going, though, that they wouldn't. I wonder if this was always in the plans because I could have sworn that it was showing up on Apple TV as it was going to be shown. And that, and I guess, I don't know. I, I, we'd have to look into it. All right. Well, and Soccer Dad is mentioning that my background is blank. Don't worry. There'll be, there'll be stuff back there soon. Sometimes so, it looks so white. It looks like you're just like lifting into like heaven. That's because like I am heavenly. literally floating right now. I am literally yeah. floating. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so, yep. Uh, all right. So you said that you think it's going to be just about the same. All right. I, I, I agree. Look at what Mitch is saying. Taylor Suarez, Messi. Right now, I already that's think that dream. that's wrong. That's my that's dream. That's wrong. Oh, of course it is. And I would love the same thing. Ruiz, Gregory, Busquets, and then Jordi, Freire, Aviles, and Gressel. Well, I, I think that, that's going to be, I think, the the 11. Well, no. The midfield will be a little different. But that's almost the 11 that's going to start the season, in my opinion. When yeah. we play against uh, – who's playing uh, the – We also like – yeah, I was about to say Colorado Rockies for some reason. I mean, they're both baseball. around the same area. Yeah, like, yeah, who yeah. Cares? yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ralph Salt Lake. When we play against Ralph Salt Lake, I think that this is more or less what we're going to see. Somebody had brought up that we need a midfielder. I think you will see Diego Gomez instead of David Ruiz in there. I think it's going to be David Ruiz, Gregory, and Busquets in the middle. Yeah, and uh, and, and Mike B is saying Freire is a bum. I Look, I, I told you guys what I heard from somebody that covered him, but – I won't give my 100% opinion on him until I actually see him play. I'm really hoping he proves some people wrong. I mean, if he keeps being a mercenary and being loaned out, it could be a bad thing. But teams are actually picking to, like, choosing to bring him on. So there has to be some positive. Yeah. So uh, I guess we just got to wait and see. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I don't know if you want to give a prediction. I don't know how good this Vessel Kobe team is. And yes, I used to play for it. I have no idea who's on their roster. Uh, what's a success? A win or just seeing Messi out there and hearing that they, because apparently we can't watch it, and then just hearing that they played well? I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that we win 6-1. to one. Oh, We're going to dominate that game. And uh, well, and expect happening. expect HD photos from Franco Panizo. <laughs> he will be out there, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I see 3-1 predictions. Toniak said we'll lose 4-2. to two. Look, I heard Vessel Kobe is a good team in Japan, so I don't know. I guess we'll just wait and see. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, I, I think uh, – I don't know what to predict. Um, I predict a draw. Let's say a draw, 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2 two, two draw, and Messi will in some way, shape, or form be on the pitch at some point to save to save face. Even though I probably pissed – would you – if you were a Hong Kong fan, would you or somebody that attended the game? Would you be more upset if he played? Like, would you rather see him play in Japan, or would you rather see him just not play in Japan? I, I'd rather. Not I think see I'd rather him, him play. Yeah, exactly. Like, if he ain't playing for me in Hong Kong, you better not play in I Japan. Don't yeah, I don't want you to play for Japan. No way. So no. Way. But I think he'll be out there. I think they'll try to show face. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and yes, and Ed Barter said not being able to watch the game is another L for this preseason. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, I guess no postseason game. 
Uh, no, in a post-match game. Were you sure? Yeah. Jesus, time to get off. All right, uh, Chris, do you have any final thoughts? Uh, no, hopefully we can be able to watch it. If not, then, you know, I expect play-by-play on Twitter. Uh, I expect it. It's an expectation. It is a requirement. Okay, I'm looking at directly at you. All right. And for those of you uh, that don't have anything to do in the next hour or so, uh, we are going to be a guest on the Designated Players, an MLS podcast. We're going to be helping them preview into Miami. So if you want to go, I don't have a link, but it's the Designated Players. If you want to check that out and go hang out with us over there, uh, feel free. We're going on there at 10 o'clock. And, um, yeah, we're just going to be talking some Inter-Miami with those guys. So uh, your final thoughts, my final thoughts are uh, don't fear the chupacabra. Apparently it's not real, but in the 90s it was, and I was terrified. And uh, we appreciate you hanging out with us. We'll be back on Wednesday at 9 o'clock since we can't watch the game in the morning. And hopefully we found out enough things about the game that we could talk about it at 9 o'clock. Again, if you haven't already, please, uh, Battered Herons en Español, go ahead and subscribe. And I'll have more info on when our first episode will be on Wednesday. Uh, I think we we wanted to shoot for next Monday, but I think we're going to shoot for the week after. But I'll tell you guys for sure on Wednesday. But go ahead and subscribe. And, um, again, we appreciate you guys. So if you are listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way to the end. Please leave us five stars, comment, review, all that other good stuff. And if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching all the way to the end. Please like, subscribe, share, all that other good stuff. And, as always, thank you to all of you that joined in the chat We appreciate you as always. You guys are the best part of the show. And until the next one, have a good one.